Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I am your host, Marsha Van Weinsberg. I'm a business coach, speaker, and author of the best-selling book, When She Stopped Asking Why. On this podcast, we will use the tips, tools, and strategies used by myself and our speakers to break through and overcome the challenges in our lives. When we take radical responsibility of our choices, create boundaries, grow our courage and practice self-care and letting go of what isn't ours to control, we can completely change our stories. When we take full ownership of our stories, we take back our personal power and this allows us to impact, serve and support others by showing them that they are not alone and helping them find freedom from their stories. When you own your choices, you truly own your life. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, Marsha Van Weinsberg here. I am a storytelling business coach, all things stories and honestly getting your message out there, especially when it comes to shame stories. This is where my whole platform started and it was about learning how to share a difficult story, really to help myself to heal, but also to just step into higher purpose. Once I started to do that, I started to recognize that I had a message to share and that it could support other people. And all along from the very beginning, before I wrote my book, it was, my book is called When She Stopped Asking Why. And before I wrote it, it was really about, I knew that my story could support other people, even if they had never walked in my shoes. And this has been a blessing and in so many different ways. When I first started, I invested in a number of different coaches because I just didn't know. I actually, I really didn't know what I didn't know. And a lot of times that's what happens. Now the coaching industry seven years ago looked very different than it does now. Now it's very much online and which is great, right? It's awesome. But I just wanted to share something that hit home and I'm just going to trust that the right words are going to come out. Um, we're in this space right now where it is, you know, even in my own business, we have group programs going on. We have memberships, we have, um, one-on-one coaching, we have, um, book writing opportunities, collaborative solo, which is awesome. We're building out this different in this diverse product suite to support a lot of people. I have a number of collaborations going on. And I'm grateful for all of it. Like, I'm so grateful for all of it. But there is a message that has been coming through so strongly lately that it's just hitting a nerve for me that I want to share. And I really want to share this, is that I'm seeing a lot in the coaching industry that is coming from a space of shame and shaming our clients and not even our clients, shaming people into making a decision. And, oh, it just like, it riles me up. I'm just going to say, that's why I'm here. It riles me up. I am one of the, and it's actually, this is the third time in less than 24 hours. So obviously this is a sign I just feel called to share. If we are shaming people into taking our programs and hounding them and being in this energy of like, you have to do this, A, I don't operate that way. And, and I don't. And let me tell you why. Let me tell you why I don't operate that way. Because it's incredibly unhealthy and dangerous to be in this environment of shaming people to take things to serve your purpose. It is not trauma-informed. It's incredibly unhealthy. And I can count like literally on one hand in seconds, 
the number of times I see this a day. But in the last 24 hours, we've had a couple of people reach out to us and one is um, doing our combined program. The It is like the five month business coaching program for generators and manifesting generators. That's not, I'm not selling the program at all. So I just want to share this with you, this lesson that happened. Lindsay and I care deeply about you having results in your business and the conversations that we've had with a couple of people already who have been pushed, shamed and ridiculed for what they're doing or not doing. I'm, this is messages for, I guess this message is twofold for coaches. Don't do that. Like literally don't do that because a couple things that happen is you're not coming from a grounded space and you, I'm going to tell you, I, maybe you know this already, <laughs> here comes the voice, is you are attracting the wrong people into your programs. You're attracting, and they might be the right people, but they're at the wrong time in their journey and that's okay. Don't shame them for not not being willing to invest in their in their business for not doing xyz because chances are really good they've already shamed themselves they've already shamed themselves they're already being hard enough on themselves they don't need you to do it too they really don't they don't need you to do it too so when you're shaming somebody for not investing thousands and thousands of dollars that they might not have i'm telling you you're attracting the wrong people into your program and if that's the energy that you choose to surround yourself with, all the power to you. That is not what I choose to surround myself with because that doesn't bring the best energy out in me, which then in reciprocating does not help the client. And so I just really wanted to share this because this, as I said, this has been the third conversation in less than 24 hours with people who have been shamed for not investing enough in their business. And I know it takes investment. Listen, I know it takes investment because I've done it. I've done, I've done investments that weren't best for me. And I've done investments that were incredibly transformational. It does take investment, but it also takes the decision to show up. It takes the decision to do the work. And I've seen people who haven't been able to afford to invest in coaches who've made incredible businesses. So can we maybe get off the shaming bandwagon of really putting people down for not being able to do enough in their business. It's just a twofold thing that happens. I think you're attracting people into your space. That's not a great energy. And at the same time, it's a lack mentality. It's a lack mentality. And I don't want to subscribe to that. Now, I'm going to speak to the client for a second. Okay. So I really want to speak to the client as well is... I know what it's like to desperately want change. I know what it's like. I know what it's like to feel like, oh my God, I have got to create change. I can't live like this. I know what it's like. I know what it's like to hate being in your circumstances and feeling like I do not know what to do next. And when we're in that space, sometimes desperation kicks in and it's like, how can I create change? Who do I learn from? And then all of a sudden we see flashy things happening online and it's like, oh, maybe that's the person that I learned from. Slow it down and listen to your gut to listen to, is that person? These are a couple of questions I've asked myself now because I've learned the hard way. Is that person creating the business that I admire and would love to be a part of? 
Like, is that person in alignment with the business that I believe is part of me? Is that the person? Or is that person showing a lot of flash that doesn't actually speak to me? Is that person living the business and life that I want? Because for me, it's both. It's both. I want to create, and I am creating, an incredible business that I'm proud of. But I want the life too. I'm not going to lie. I want the life too. Who am I attracted to business-wise learning from? It's the women who are out there like making a massive impact, living a life, creating some freedom in their life at the same time, and that ripple effect of what they're doing. They're sharing it all. It's not a secret that, ooh, you have to buy my $555 program to learn anything. That's why I have my podcasts. That's And that's actually was strategically something from the very beginning. Yes, I wanted to share stories. Yes, I wanted to share stories. And I wanted to build out a product suite from the very beginning before I had a business. I'm going to be very honest. I didn't want to build that out because... How did I start? I didn't have a dime to my name. We almost lost everything when we were going through what we went through with our family. And it was YouTube videos and podcasts. That was it. That's all I could afford. And books and audiobooks. So there's nothing wrong with that modality of learning. Nothing at all. So when a person says, I re- and I get messages, I'm grateful. I'm so, I love it. Absolutely love it. I will work with you one day. I am going to do this. I'm going to join the program. I'm not there yet. I'm like, great, still cheering you on. That's my message back. Great, still cheering you on. Always cheering you on from afar. Stay strong. Do you do you. Because we can't shame people to join us. It's the wrong energy. So I like it when in that case happens. They're like, I just can't afford it right now. I'm like, that's okay. They said, and I've had, what do I do next? I'm like, listen to the podcast, listen to the podcast. I share a lot of tools and teaching tools on the podcast. I have other podcasts. I've been on other podcasts. You can order a book. There's low things that you can do to get started. So there's lots of ways that you can start to grow your business without spending a dime. Okay. So please do things that are in alignment with you for where you're at right now. And if you're in that space and it's like, okay, but I know I want to learn and I know it requires an investment. Here's the other tip that I use with myself, okay? Because I have a lot of different programs and coaches that I am involved with right now. Actually a lot. It'd be shocking. But they are all people who expand me. They push me and I learn from them and I admire the life that they are living and who they are as a person. So they are my expanders. But every time I have to make a decision about coaching, what I do is like, am I making this decision out of lack in that, oh my God, if I don't do this, then my business won't grow. Because if I'm making it out of lack, I literally set it down. I'm like, nope, nope, gonna not, not right now. It's not going to be made out of lack. I will not make those decisions out of lack and I will not push those decisions out of lack on clients. So that's a tip that I use for myself is how do I shift that? What do I do? If I look at what that person is doing and creating and I love the business that they're creating, I love the impact that they're making and I love seeing the life that they're living because I think entrepreneurship, it needs to be both. It's not, we didn't get into entrepreneurship to work 24 seven. We got into entrepreneurship to be able to have a life and build a life that we love. So when we're in that space, it's 
looking at those and, okay? So when I'm making decision for myself, when it comes for coaching, who do I want to work with? Who inspires me? Who is living the life that I want to live? Who is doing the work that I want to do? Who is doing that and has a life? And who do I respect? And maybe they trigger me to expand me, but they are somebody that I look up to and I'm like, I would love to learn from them. Not, oh my God, if I don't do this right now, my business is going to tank. That's a lack. Don't make those decisions out of lack mentality. So that's from the client's perspective. From the coaching perspective, please don't shame your clients into doing something because if you do, well, maybe you like that. It's going to be real. Maybe you like that. But when you shame them, you're bringing people in for the wrong energy. It is the wrong energy and it is a, it's a ridiculous codependent relationship you are building with your client. And what you're doing is you're setting them up so that you are the only reason that they will have success. That's what you're selling them. And that's a crock of shit. You know it. That's an absolute crock of shit because I do not follow my clients around to have results coming from that space. It's just toxic. It, nobody wins. It creates a very nasty codependent relationship and that no one wins in that relationship. And if you've ever done any of my programs or you've coached with me, you know, one of the very, very first things that I say to you is that, can we just acknowledge I'm not responsible for your success? I am not responsible for your success. I am here to expand you, to show you what is possible, but I am not responsible for your success. You are responsible for your success. And that's when you get to decide how badly do you want it? Like how badly do you want it? And if you want it and you're willing to do it, fuck, I'll cheer you on all day long. Like I will cheer you on. I will show you. I will do all those things, but I'm not responsible. I'm just not responsible for your success. So if a coach says that they are, they're, they're, they're not, they're not. And so this is why it's so important for coaches to do their own healing work. If your coach is not doing work on themselves, if they are not admitting that they still have work to do, if they are not being vulnerable and real and showing you that they are having those wall kicking moments too, that that's a red flag. That is hundred percent a red flag. You cannot take your clients anywhere you haven't gone. You hundred percent can't, you can't, you, you might think you can because it sounds good, but you can't take your clients somewhere you haven't gone yourself. If your coach is not doing that work, but they're spending that time shaming you, then no, 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 absolutely not. So yeah, did they put in the work? And like, you should be asking, you should be asking those questions and you should feel confident in, in that. And yeah, and fire and step away. Listen, I know I've hired people that I'm like, oh, that was not the right fit for me. I know it wasn't the right fit for me. I made it for the wrong decisions. So if you're making things for the wrong decisions as a client, can I just say, hey, forgive yourself, like, because we don't need to beat ourselves up. We do not need to shame ourselves more than what we're already doing, right? We don't. Just recognize that you're doing it. So here's a few things. I'll just recap it. That is really important when you're making a decision on a coach. Do they expand you, right? Do they trigger you in a good way? Do they encourage you? Do they show you the steps that they actually had to, to go through? Do they show you that it's not all sunshine and rainbows, right? Because it's not. Do they show you the hard days? Are they vulnerable? Are they doing the work too? Are they committed to doing their healing? Are they committed to investing in themselves? Do they walk the talk? Because if they don't walk the talk either, no thank you. No thank you. 
Are they real? Are they living the life that you want? Are they living that business, life, relationships, values, integrity that you want? If they're not, I can't tell you what to do, but I would encourage you to really go through some questions with yourself because if you're making a decision out of lack, you will be stuck for a longer period of time. Your coaches should expand you. One of my coaches, and I said one because I have a few right now, one of my coaches, I two this week called me out and I actually was like, yeah, I needed that. That was good. That was good. That's what I paid for. And one of them reminded me, and if you're hearing this, I love you, Ashley. One of them reminded me that, you know what, you're being so loyal to your clients and you're missing the mark on your loyalty to yourself. And I was like, Ooh, that's good. That's good. Actually, that was actually true. And that meant I went into making some changes. So have a coach that, yeah, expands you, but isn't afraid to call you on your own stuff. And then my other coach sent me some voice notes on a new program that's coming out in May. And I missed the mark a little bit. And I knew I did, but I didn't know it was wrong. But I immediately got defensive and I was like, oh, so frustrated And if you're a generator, frustration is the sign that something's off and I was really off and I sat with her for a bit and then I voice messaged back and I'm like, yep, you're right. Actually, she was right. So don't, we don't need more people to just agree with what we're doing. If we're actually looking for a coach to expand us, then they should say things that maybe don't set right. And they do, they do ruffle little feathers because it helps you to grow more. So I originally came on to share some thoughts about coaches, but it ended up being some tips for clients when you're choosing a coach. And like right now, we are just being unapologetic and being real. We're doing our five-month program on for generators and manifesting generators, building your business, like build your business, build out that signature offer, go through the shadows, the scripts, the social media, how you show up authentically, sales and systems and scaling to take you through that so that you can. We want women to have money in their businesses. We want them to succeed. And we're also working with authors for Everybody Holds a Story. And we've got we're onboarding authors right now for volume two and for the brain health edition. So we have a lot of different things that we're doing, plus solo authors that I am talking to and interviewing one-on-one clients and my membership program. I love all of it that's there. It's different hanging fruit and different points to support different people. If a person wants to join, great. If they don't, that's okay too. It's okay. So as a coach, please don't shame your people for doing enough, not doing enough, all those things. Empower them to step into, like empower them to step in and become all that they can. Let them do that. Like encourage them and empower them to see what they can't see yet and show them what's available. Okay. Show them what's available, but they have their own brain. Let them make a decision for themselves. Please let them make a decision for themselves with our successful and satisfied. We are on um, round two. We're starting round two. And right now we have women from round one who have signed back up again because they They love learning from us, but they also so appreciate how real and raw we are. We have somebody that jumped in this morning that I met two years ago in a mastermind. I've interviewed her on my podcast once. I've cheered her on. I have 
I love what she creates. And I'm telling you right now, if you're still here, Lindsay, you'll agree. She has so much to offer. Like, and I just jumped when I saw that she decided to come in with us this morning. And it was her backstory that started this because she has gone through tremendous shaming from client, from coaches. And I just, I just don't, can we just please, we're better than this. We are hundred percent better than this. We do not need to be doing this. So there's a lot of tips for coaches, in my opinion, take them or leave them. Don't really care if you're probably shaming somebody, you're probably not that interested in what I just talked about. And there's a lot of tips here for clients to make a better decision for a coach and a program. Okay. So both, both work. Here's my last message that I want to say to the client. You know the answers. Okay. You know the answers. Like ask yourself, go inward. You know the answers. Okay. You know the answers. Trust yourself. Build your trust within yourself. And if you can look back like me and go, oh my God, like I've made so many coaching choices for the wrong reasons. Instead of beating yourself up, stop and literally write down what are your criteria? What are you looking for in a coach? How do they live? What's their business look like? How do they treat people? How do they show up online? Are they authentic? Like make a list and use that checklist because I have a checklist now. And if, and they can be like somebody, I see something like, wow, that's a great business that she's building. Does that check the boxes? And if it doesn't, then it's a no, it's okay. It's not personal. It's not personal, but make a list. And I want to empower you as clients to make decisions that serve you best. Okay. Please make decisions that that serve you best because the more you step into what you are capable of doing, the more you show up more authentically, you show up in your own personal power. And guess what? You create your own ripple effect. You create your own ripple effect because there's somebody out there who is praying for the solutions that you are holding on to, not me, you. So if I inspire you to step up, great, because now you're going to inspire the next person. So please build that trust within yourself and make decisions from a very grounded, safe and healed space because that is when we can all start to make a massive difference. If this speaks to you, please um, let me know. You can share, you can tag. So I am sending you lots and lots of love. And honestly, like we need more and more of you stepping into your own space to make a difference in this world. So please do that. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. If you love this episode, please submit a rating and review on iTunes and please share it with someone you think could benefit from hearing this message or this podcast. I love connecting and meeting you. So please screenshot the episode and tag me on social media or Instagram stories at Marsha Van W. And until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life.